Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope They Hear This podcast. And today, I hope the consumers hear this. So today, the reason why I'm addressing the, the consumers is because um, not too long ago, we had this whole, you know, you got to vote kind of thing going on um, with the midterm elections. And I totally agree. I know that as a member of a democratic country, voting for sure is very important. But I think one thing that we are not as, I don't know if it's because we're not aware or if it's because we think it's not as effective, but I think that as consumers, we have something, we have a tool that is even more effective than voting, in my opinion. Um, and I think that's how we vote using our dollars, right? So I'm not, obviously, I'm not talking about actually voting for anything with dollars, um, but I think when, whenever we use money to buy a good or service from a particular company, I think we are influencing um, who gains power, right? So, um, for example, I mean, this is a very small, simple example, but there is Burger King and there is McDonald's. Um, wherever you choose to spend your dollar, you're giving that company more power, right? Because if Burger King, no one goes to a McDonald's, everyone goes to i only say this because i really like mcdonald's and i like their chicken nuggets um, but um if that were to happen then you know mcdonald's will just continue to grow as a company and burger king won't and once mcdonald's reaches a certain size you know they will have even political influence so just i think we are aware of this in a very small sample sized or controlled environment but i just want to talk today about how you can change the world for the better um, by being more conscious about how you as a consumer behave and i want to be clear when i talk about consumers because i think just the way that we kind of think um we think that Consumers are only people who spend money somewhere. But I think increasingly that's not really, that's becoming just one part of it, right? Um, I mean, just by definition, consumers are people who consume something. And in the context of what we're talking about today, you know, we're talking about using our influence to move a company to do certain things. And Sure, in that context, it can seem that consumers are just people who buy um, using money, currency. But I think we need to include um, a lot of the internet companies that we don't necessarily give money to. Right there's, um, you know, all the social media uh, companies like Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. 
Snapchat, all those things. And like Google being Yahoo, uh, a lot of the news sites that you just go to without needing to pay a subscription or anything like that. You're giving them the right to advertise different things to you in exchange for using um, their services, right? So um, included in today's talk, the audience um, are those people. So if you're listening to this thinking, I'm too young to be making big purchases or, um, or, you know, I don't really spend money or anything like that. Um, no, I think even even those people can be heavy consumers because I don't know the exact stats, but I think um, people spent uh, surprisingly a lot of time um, on those web services, right? I mean, especially pretty much everyone has a smartphone these days, so um, almost all of our free time is consumed with consuming uh, other things. So, yeah, let's just be clear on on that definition, or uh, at least uh, in the parameters that I'm setting for what I'm including in the consumers category. Having defined what I consider consumer, um, you'll notice that today's episode is intended for everyone, pretty much. Certainly everyone who can you know, who has a device that is capable of um, playing this podcast. So, yeah, if you are listening to this, you are a consumer. And this thing I'm trying to say in regards to consumer power, it's related to you and very relevant to you. Um, And I think especially if there are things that you find dissatisfying with uh, in terms of like the social, uh, societal uh, issues and and things going on, I think you need to start thinking about how to leverage your power as a consumer to make your voice voice heard. And this podcast is not, or this episode is not meant to downplay um, your duty and the importance of voting. This is just a supplemental thing that I'm trying to open everyone's eyes to. If you don't think about where you're spending your money or where spending your time or who you're giving your your data to, then people that you might not necessarily share values and morals with can become stronger and more powerful and more influential. And the things, the values and morals that they hold dear will become uh, more relevant than yours. All right. So if you think about a lot, like most of the famous, you know, billionaires or millionaires, um, they usually have different causes that they uh, contribute to. Right. And. I'm not saying that they're doing anything bad by having uh, something that's kind of their passion project. Um, But what I'm saying is that just proves the point that the more money someone has, the more leverage they have to um, pushing certain issues to the forefront 
of the political debates or discussions. And I mean, money it definitely is power, right? I mean, it's not ideal, but realistically speaking, money is power. And they get that money from you. Just kind of let that sink in for a minute. All the billionaires and millionaires, like their money doesn't just come from thin air or purely from all of their hard work. It's coming from consumers. It's coming from the people that pay for the services that they provide. So knowing that consumers have all this power because we are essentially the king makers, right? Or king and queen makers. We need, I think there's um, potential and there is room for us to start thinking more about how we can be more socially responsible. I don't want to say responsible because it makes it sound like we're doing something wrong right now, but just more socially aware, I think is the better term. Yeah. Because the more we decide on where we spend our money, time, and data, the more we can get our values and things that we want, you know, talked about to the forefront of of different discussions, right? Because if whoever we align ourselves with and whoever we um, promote with our consumer habits, those are the people who are through their um, newfound power and money and influence going to push forward those things that um, those values that are shared, right? And I think it's easy to fall into the kind of pessimistic view of, well, I'm just one consumer. Where I spend my $10 is not going to move the needle on anything. You know, just because I I don't agree with Amazon and I stop spending money at Amazon is not going to change the fact that Jeff Bezos is is one of the, if not the most uh, richest person in the world. And, you know, because of my thinking, I'm not going to let myself, you know, miss out on the amazing deals that Amazon has, right? So that's like a very easy way to cop out and justify um, supporting companies you don't uh, morally agree with. But I think it's a dangerous way to think is it because that's how voters justify not voting, right? That's how the whole democratic process can fall apart. If everyone thought that way, then no one would be voting. And if everyone thinks that way, I think majority of the people who uh, consume different products thinks that way right now. And because of that, we can see people that are not always morally, um, morally, I don't want to use the word upright again because I did last episode, but uh, a morally model, right? Um, I don't think we know most of the times because we don't care about the people behind the scenes of um, what we're consuming are like. So a lot of times we don't care. It's only really the high-profile people that you really get kind of get to know about. But I mean, this, despite all of that, if we were to pay attention, I think these are things that we can find out about. And 
when we do, if we say, you know, if, if we can kind of convince ourselves that my $1 can have an impact, um, I think the world would become a better place. Yeah, voting is important. You know, vote whenever you can, whenever you have the opportunity, whenever elections happen, you should vote. And in that same vein, whenever you have the opportunity to um, get your voice heard through what you consume, I think you should do that. Let's not turn a blind eye because we get a good deal to you know, what kind of things that are supporting can support. And that's a vague statement, so I'm going to put a little color to that. What I mean specifically is, I'm not, I, I, I don't really know much about this world because I don't do drugs, but you know, people who buy illegal drugs, they think it's innocent enough, right? Especially if it's something like marijuana, we think it's innocent enough because you know, a lot of the states in our country have legalized its recreational use, blah, blah, blah. But as a consumer of illegal drugs, um, I don't. You, I guess you don't know for sure, but a lot of the times they do come from you know, violent gangs. And you're essentially financing the activities of those gangs. And I don't think... I think it's one of those things where, as a society, we kind of agree that violence and you know, stealing and murder is wrong. So I can say this without much pushback. But yeah, if you have the choice of supporting a, a, a violent gang or not supporting it, wouldn't you not support? Right? That's, a, that's no contest, right? Sorry for the exam, uh, extreme example because... I, can't really i think it just really drives the point home that where you spend your money can support the functions and operations of that company or entity and they might be doing things that you you find morally reprehensible right and i want to get away from just thinking about like morally good or right because it's not it's more complex than that it's not just is this person doing something evil Okay, if they are, I'm going to stop using their product. It's not as simple as that. I think we need to go a, a level deeper beyond that and think about not just what is correct and wrong, black and white, but what do I think? What do I agree with? You know, there are a lot of issues out there that have the com country like split right down the middle, right? You know, there are a lot of social issues that a lot of people can't really people support some people don't and as far as i'm concerned because i'm a pretty moderate kind of guy i think on both sides for a lot of these issues have you know good and bad arguments so as a consumer i think you need to get your voice heard in that regard as well in some of the social um issues that we have going on um, for example when a lot of the school shootings were happening um, and and big companies decided to kind of get rid of their discounts for NRA members. Like that was a really big statement, right? Um, and the reason that happened is because those like Delta, I know Delta for sure got rid of some uh, 
benefits for the NIA members at discounts. I'm not sure what it was, but Delta feared losing customers over this issue, right? Or people within Delta thought strongly about this issue. So they said, we're going to get rid of this benefit for the NIA members to make a statement about gun control in this country, right? And gun control is one of those things where, you know, people on the right, they have some valid points, you know, and people on the left, they have some valid points too. And there are a lot of people in the country who wouldn't say it's a black or white issue, but realizing the potential of your power as a consumer, you can make social change like that happen. I mean, it, this is just an example. It doesn't really matter what you think about the whole Delta, you know, exa- like the whole whole thing or whatever you feel about that. It, it's not the point. The point is actual change happened in regards to a social issue because of feared consumer uh, habit or consumer uh, behavior, right? And I think just realizing that is is very very important. People get fired for things that like racist things that that they say because if a company is uh, tied to or, or connected to or related to some sort of racist racist activity, then people are less likely to you know support that company, right? So, like if you, th- you can, I think we really need to think about that, and we need to think about that on a daily basis to really fully realize the leverage that we have in shaping our society. And let's not limit ourselves to just appointing champions of our values, right? It's not just about um, picking a person or a company that shares our values and putting them in power so that that value can be amplified. Um, in terms of the voice that it has in our society. that That's not what I'm talking... I mean, that is a good, important factor. But be even beyond that, um, I think we have to continue to think about and realize the power that we have as consumers. So the consumer's power. Um, and to give you an example of something like that, beyond just placing people you know in power or supporting people who who do good things societally um let's take crazy rich asians for example because i'm I'm an asian i'm a korean american um and so representation in hollywood was always something that i kind of thought about like i wasn't so much like oh this is unfair but i just always wondered like huh why aren't there much Asians in Hollywood? And for the longest time, I actually thought it was because like somehow Asian people were less or like they're not as appealing or they're not as, uh, I don't know, like it, it just is weird, right? Because it's, it's a completely false idea that I seemingly created or, or a conclusion that came to my own, came to on my own um, based on what I was seeing um, in movies and TV shows and stuff like that. And it wasn't until I reached adulthood, I realized, man, that's such a messed up way of thinking. Um, because I was essentially putting myself down and my, and my entire race down because of something that was happening, uh, 
yeah, in a single industry. And so when I see a movie like Crazy Rich Asians, it's refreshing um, to see that they have, uh, like, that there's enough representation in the industry to create an entire movie with mostly just uh, Asian American actors and actresses. And it's a, it's a, well, I don't want to say Asian American because I don't, I don't know if they were all Americans. Huh, I'm not sure. But it's it's just a, a it's good to have that, I think, um, for future generations so that they don't come to the false uh, realization that somehow one race is inferior to another. Um, and it's some it's good for people, Asian Americans who because I'm sure there are a lot of Asian Americans in previous generations who gave up on their dream of acting because, you know, they didn't see that much like in terms of role models uh, in the industry. Right. So they might've thought of it as a pipe dream and said, you know what, I'm going to pursue something else. And so to have something like crazy rich Asians in the, in theaters and on the big screen and it do well critically and commercially, I think, um, is a huge win for the Asian American community, and like for us as cons- Asian American consumers, if representation in Hollywood is something important to us, for sure, go watch the movie, buy the DVD, and as a consumer, show support for that, and that signals to Hollywood that oh, they want more of this, right? They want more of this, and this is something profitable, and we should look into other Asian American stories to. To, ampl- to maximize our, our, our potential for making profit. And that's the same thing that the African-American community did with Black Panther. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not just putting it on those communities because, I mean, those two movies, both Crazy Rich Asians and Black Panther, they were good movies. And I'm sure people that, you know, Caucasians, the people that were not just those races, um, watched those movies as well. So I'm not... I'm not saying that they're the only ones that pushed it, but as consumers who are, um, you know, who think about inclusion in Hollywood, like they wielded their power, right? And they sent a clear message to Hollywood. And I feel like Hollywood moving forward will be more inclusive because of this. And because of the successes of um, these these stories in, in the big screen, people are going to, Movie executives are going to look more at um, diversity and not just, you know, thinking of the old formula of you know, getting a good-looking white man and a good-looking white female, and you know, like they're going to think beyond that now because they have incentive to now because they see the profits of it. And I'm I'm not idealistic. I'm not saying that tomorrow everyone is going to suddenly decide that they're going to use um, their leverage as consumers to make the world a better place Um, because I'm really I'm aware of the fact that some people can't help but shop at certain locations Um, most of us are privileged in the sense like globally right because we live in America that means you're automatically like in the top 10% of uh, holders of wealth in the world but um yeah even even from a 
even from a national perspective, I would say that being comfortably in middle class, um, I'm in a very privileged, uh, sorry, very privileged position. But um, I am still aware that uh, there are people who just can't help but but buy certain things. So uh, I'm not saying that everyone needs to shop at a certain location or a certain company because they do good things versus a different company who do bad things. I'm, I'm aware that you, sometimes you don't have a choice. Um, so I discourage any sort of condemnation or judgment to people who shop um, at certain locations. Of course, um, education is good like because some people might be shopping at uh, a company that does reprehensible things simply because they don't know. So education, educating those people I think is fine. But if they can't help but shop there, then, you know, they're in a position, they're, they don't have that freedom that you do. So um, you shouldn't judge and you should just focus on doing what matters to you and, and getting your values heard. Um, yeah. So there, the element, there is an element of um, sometimes consumers don't have a choice, um, you know, because when the iPhone first came out, really the only good smartphone around was the iPod or Apple iPhone, right? Um, I think Samsung and other companies were quick to follow, but initially um, it was you either have the iPhone or you don't have a smart smartphone, right? So in cases like that, there, I mean, I don't know, there, there might be, I, that's not a really good example because I think, I mean, having a smartphone is a luxury, but, oh, for example, if, if the location that you live in, all they have is Xfinity versus like some crappy regional, um, internet carrier, then most likely you're going to use Xfinity. And yeah, you, you see why Xfinity has such terrible customer service because some people just, they virtually have no other choice but to use Xfinity or like AT&T or, um, since in industries that are very difficult to enter because of huge infrastructure needs, like in providing internet services like this, um, you'll see that there's less, uh, less choice. So in, in those types of industries, um, your power as a consumer is diminished. Um, but in the places where you can comfortably choose things based on what aligns with your values, I think you should be doing that all the time. You should be doing that every day. And you should be not like pushing this idea down down people's throats, but letting them know that, hey, like, I know you value this. And because of that, if you shop at this, like company A versus company B, then your values might be heard better. And I think that's a good conversation to have and it would be productive, um, you know, in your friend groups and in your communities. And so just to summarize kind of my thoughts of this episode, 
my desire to speak to the consumers um, is rooted in the fact that we have power beyond our votes to change um, society. We have power beyond the direct influences that we think we have. And that is in hidden in our consumer behavior. So um, I know I'm sure there's a lot of things that uh, a lot of things that I didn't cover today that um, consumers can do to um, make their voices heard. But um, the point of today was really just to get you to start thinking about it, get you to start thinking about, yeah, I should think about if if my choice as a consumer has an effect on some of the values that I have. And so, yeah, thank you for listening today. I hope it resonated with you. Please share if you liked what you heard. Share with your friends who you think should be more responsible with their consumer consumerist choices. And yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. If, if you disagreed with anything I said, if you had any, any feedback, any rebuttals, please feel free to email me. Um, and we, I think we can... I'm hoping that in the future I can do episodes of I Hope They Hear This and, and do like a little mini series of, oh, shoot, they did hear this <laughs> and, you know, create a dialogue with people that have um, other perspectives or uh, other thoughts. So, yeah, um, well, that's it for today. And uh, I haven't really set a, a frequency of episodes yet um, i'm thinking weekly is good uh, saturday mornings the first one i published was saturday morning so maybe i'll just stick with that so yeah uh, once again thanks for listening and uh until next time bye guys